Sunnyside Podcast. What? <laughs> Podcasting what is this? for beautiful Sunnyside Queens Sunny. in New York City. Sunny. Joining me as always is Chris Karen. Maybe. And Shannon Man. That's right. It's me, folks. Shannon Man. Hey. Man with a German two ends. You know, we were looking into the uh, my genealogy. It's a very interesting uh, thing to do. You ever done that test, the spit I test? Absolutely, did it for my birthday this year. You did? I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I did it for. I did it too with my family. Yep. There's a whole subculture surrounding genealogy these days. So I was. I grew up with the story. I grew up in Virginia with the story that I'm like, I'm so Native American. I can go to. I can live on a reservation if I want. I can go to college <laughs> as a minority. The, I've been told this my whole <laughs> life. Woof, woof. Yeah, I do the I do the so much. I mean, really, I think this I think this about myself. Mm-hmm. I do the uh, test this summer. I am so white. I could I, I mean, if I wanted to be evil, I could like probably be the head of the Aryan nation. I could probably beat a bunch of dudes who are members of the Aryan nation. There is not a drop of African or Jewish or I am fucking. Or I am almost or Native American. Or Nate, not a drop of Native American. That story so what is, is it? bullshit. Well, like German. Um, or? I am ninety uh, percent German and two percent English and two percent Scandinavian, and then a bunch of others European, Eastern European. <laughs> and I, I just I could I couldn't believe it. I, I actually felt sort of weirdly in shock for like two months after that. <laughs> That's yeah. how much I would kind of have this story of like I'm Native American that I thought of, I thought of that. Who told you that? My family. So oh, so then I told I instantly uh, texted my cousin. I was like, "Hey, here's my I we're white, by the way." <laughs> so and she was like, "I knew that story was bullshit." <laughs> Apparently, some the story is that some great 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 grandpa of mine was a traveling Native American salesman who banged a lady. <laughs> And uh, and that that's the story. Yeah, the weird thing is, is that so my dad's side has uh, nine brothers and sisters, and almost right down the middle. If you could split people, if you could split nine down the middle, uh, one half of the the my grandpa, blonde haired, blue eyed, wait no, blue eyed, grandma, brown hair, dark skin, black hair, black hair, like fine black hair. Mm-hmm. That's the Native American shit. So then, uh, and then right down the middle is the half the uncles and aunts, brown hair, brown eyes, blue eyes, and the other half, blonde hair, blue eyes. Now I'm like, what is my, what was my grandma? I guess, I don't know. Do Germans have black hair? They can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can. I was thinking yeah. Italian, but that wasn't you, in there. you don't have that in there. It's crazy. I mean, it could be like from a... So like there goes that Irish kind of thing. I'm where... so sorry that that. There goes my scholarship. There yeah. goes your scholarship and all those. Just don't show them it. Just be like, just tell them. So then, but then for a couple of years, I thought I was like, I know I'm Jewish. I know it. I just feel it. I feel Jewish. Is that what the tattoo in your hand is? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do have. <laughs> but I. Uh, it is. So uh, I actually went to a Temple and talked to a rabbi about uh, becoming. Jewish, just you to, wanted to convert. Yes, okay. to convert. And what was because this? I was like um, about ten years ago. And so you were in the south. Yes. Wow, that's very interesting. So that's interesting. I went in and it's I met New him. York, you know. Well, in New York now thinking on it, I'm like, oh, I I seemed like an insane person. 
pissed me down. You still do. But I knocked still on the door. Do. And, and they, they let me in. I go in and I talk to the guy and I tell him, look, look, I think I'm Jewish. I have dreams about it. And I think that God wants me to be Jewish. And so he's like, and he was like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, he was like, as he's dialing no, this the is, cops uh, or something. Please, anyone listening, forgive me for doing any sort of impression. But I'm doing an impression. He said he was like, you don't want to be Jewish. He was like, it's hard. You don't, you don't want to do it. And he was just like, no, you don't. That's just, just be yourself. You're fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I just was kind of like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, if, you know, it just seemed like the conversation ended there. And I was like, okay. And I left. Then, like a year later, I was watching Fight Club for like the 10th time on video. And the scene where Meatloaf goes to knock on the door and he wants to be part of the Operation, uh, whatever, Monkey People. Yeah. He goes, uh, the guy The guy comes out and looks at him and he goes, you're too fat. Beat it. And so he starts to leave. And then uh, the main character grabs him and he's like, look, just stay. You're just supposed to stay. You're supposed to be denied three times. And when I saw yes, that again, yes. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. I was supposed to go back again because I just actually yeah. gave up. Not that I gave up the thought, but I was just like, well, that guy, that guy in particular isn't going to help me. I'll have to tell somebody else some other time that I want to do this thing. But it hit me. I was like, oh, it's supposed to be denied three times. So then I called a Jewish friend and I was like, hey, I did this thing. He said, don't worry about it. You don't want to do it. I left and then I was watching Fight Club. Was I supposed to be denied? He was like, yes, absolutely. You're supposed to go back yep. and you would be denied three times. Yes, and I was like, well, I guess once was enough. You can take the hit. <laughs> can I take the three hits? But good thing, because now I'm in the Aryan Nation. <laughs> Whoa. Well then. You know, you can still have, there's still certain amounts of heritage. So the interesting thing about my genealogy when I went to go do it was I was hoping for a few things. I was hoping, honestly, for like a Native American ancestry on both sides. Uh, I only ended up having it on one side, on my dad's side. And then the other thing that happened to us is my dad was really excited because 0.1% was uh, Ashkenazi, uh. which is a group that ended up being Jewish in um, in Germany somewhere. I mean, yeah. maybe it's man. Maybe that's where the Germanic comes from. It, but his ended up being mostly just English. And then he went to go look at it again, and it was gone. They stripped him of it, of his 0.1%. Huh. Well, do they still test for it, or...? Is it just like one of those things like, oh, it's too low. We're not going to. No, put it on. because my the Native American ancestry is the same thing. It's about 0.1%. So they do it based on, you know, all the strands and they can look specifically on all the DNA that exists and determine they compare it to all the they do a comparative analysis to other people who have similar genes and like looks of those of those specific mm-hmm. DNA. I don't know. Strange. Well, Groups. when I went when I went back to check it, it said there was a video that said on the it was like on the one of the first things on ancestry.com it said where is my Native American heritage? So I clicked on it. I'm just curious what this thing says. And it was it took me to a YouTube video of a lady like a vice president of ancestry, and she was Ooh. like she was like in the South, a lot of families have the story that they are Native American. She's like it's just not true, <laughs> and I was like oh, okay. My family had that story. Too. My dad's from the south, but we did. We ended up being that. Nice. Yeah, and I my mom, my test. mom's side of the family, who we thought was definitely, definitely Irish or Native American, uh, nothing. I mean, that side of my family has been around since the Mayflower. 
yeah. on the Mayflower. We thought we sh thought for sure. <laughs> I don't know, somewhere in there, but nope. Not in the Mayflower. Not in the Mayflower. We even had this one. It could be because we did the. It, I don't know if you had to do this, but in third grade we had to do ancestry, and I found out that I was related to like four people in my class through that what? same lineage. Yeah, because how'd they do it without DNA back then? Um, you do it with birth and death records. Oh, okay. So you'd find the person where they were born and where they died. And since people didn't move around that much, they'd do it back through that, uh -huh. through the lineage of like parents and stuff. And there's this one woman who has this weird name. Like they gave all the pilgrims hippie names, or at least my family that were pilgrims, like the guy's children's names were like love, wrestling, patience. Wrestling? Yeah. Wrestling. Love, like patience, like hippie dippy names. These are super hippie names, right? And there was a guy named William. Yeah. <laughs> William. William was like wrestling with faith. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then William, the only normal named kid, died at birth. <laughs> like Whoa. as a child. Jinx. So yeah. Um mm -hmm. anyways, so um one of the my descendant patients, one of her children is like or maybe not her child, but someone who marries someone is like something so plain it's like sarah sarah ward maybe and the name ward meaning like someone a ward you'd have someone yeah. you adopt so we sort of thought maybe that would be it nope was william like supposed to be will willpower or something no uh the 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 descendant is william brewster yeah so it was no it was actually his name they call him Bill, like, uh, hey, pay your bills? <laughs> Basically, they should have called him, hey, Bill, get out of here. Get out of England. Get out of the thing. You know what a thing I always say to people is, uh, and I totally sincerely mean it, when I say it, is good for you. But it never, like, someone's like, I did this thing. And I'm like, oh, good for you. Always, they're like, oh, were you being a dick? <laughs> like, I don't know. You can't say good for you, but I, I, I sincerely, I say it all the time, and I mean it. People don't like it. I get that too. You say maybe, it. Like, maybe you say it like good, good for you. Good, good for you, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, you wonder why people don't think I mean you're it. legit. You're being forthcoming or honest. Sorry if it sounds sarcastic, but you know I'm not. <laughs> uh, that happens. I think that happens with everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, how can you inflect your voice to sound compassionate? If then you just sound like truly... Forward Dick. Well, it depends. You just have to feel the compassion, the utter care okay, for what you're trying to engage people with. Shane, you just went to uh, Peru? Yes, I did. <laughs> I just <laughs> came segue. back Good segue. from Peru. Okay. Right, the, next land... <laughs> the land of the rainbow. Did you see some? Yes, I saw one rainbow when I was at Machu Picchu, and I took a picture of it. If you saw one, do you feel like they've gone too far with this tagline? <laughs> Just one? Well, I was only there for like three days, and I still saw one. I know, but if it's the land of the rainbow, I feel like... Or is it the land of, land of the rainbow? Well, they just, just one. No, like their flag is of the area, the region. Their flag is the ra It's a rainbow flag. Oh. Are you saying that the uh, the Japanese got it right when they're like land of the rising sun because it's always going to rise? If it doesn't, we're fucked. What? What? Are you saying the, the, their slogan? You know, "Land of the Rising Sun." So the sun is always gonna rise. What type of Japanese? <laughs> Isn't that the land? Never mind. Is that what they used during World War Two as their slogan, or is that what they use now? I don't know. 
Maybe. <laughs> I feel like people have called it that before. <laughs> Google it, quick. Um, <laughs> uh, so Peru is it a racist a rainbow term? Rainbow I don't know. Flag. I don't know. Peru has a rainbow flag. Well, this area of Peru, the the Machu Picchu area does have a rainbow flag. And you saw one. I saw one rainbow, <laughs> but I saw a bunch of rainbow flags. Okay. Oh, maybe that's what they mean. Mm-hmm. Maybe the sign you saw wasn't complete, and it was the land of the rainbow flags, but that part had washed away. No, they just say they're of the rainbow. Like, even if you look at all the colors that the people, the native people wear, uh-huh. it's very colorful. There's flowers everywhere. and Did you birds. experience the altitude sickness? I don't know. That's the thing about traveling. Sometimes you do it to yourself, and then sometimes you um, don't. <laughs> sometimes you fix so what happened to me uh one of the most interesting things about my travel experiences is every single time i travel to a new country i have lost my cookies there okay everywhere i've just, ever been you, you get there and you're like Bleh. just for a variety of reasons uh food poisoning drinking the water drinking dirt off sugar cane drinking too much eating too much drinking too much and then this time i don't know what it was because it wasn't alcohol but i just lost my cookies during a yeah during a pisco sour uh tutorial a what a pisco sour tutorial pisco sour Mm -hmm. oh wait no i think you told you good explain what it is a pisco sour is a brandy that is specifically made in peru chili also makes it but every peruvian will tell you that chili doesn't make it as good as peru does okay yeah so they make it and then they serve it and it's you, like an egg white with lime whoa and um but it's before you drink it right what do you mean no it just it fizzes up no no you, you got sick before you drank it yeah mm-hmm. during the tutorial before i had the drink. oh you just got sick at the tutorial yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay so it was something else it wasn't the egg white it or wasn't whatever. the egg white because i feel like that would get me well the the uh Acid in the lemon juice actually cooks the egg white. Oh, like a ceviche. Yeah, like a ceviche. Mm-hmm. It is also the land of the ceviche. Ah. Speaking of which, the oh, land okay. of the rising sun is the poetic name for Japan, according to internet. Not that crazy. The poetic name? Yeah. What's the poetic name for Peru? You're going to have, have to give me a minute. <laughs> land of the rainbow flags. Land of the rainbow flags. Did you have to walk across any... Uh, 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 Indiana Jones style uh, bridges with like uh, boards with, and rope. A rope bridge. <laughs> People oh shooting gosh. little things at you? <laughs> no, <laughs> thank God. I'm not a fan of heights. I did yeah, walk I up know. some really tall mountains though. And those did, were all stairs. Like they were. Did that wood. give you the height scare? Oh, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't do it. The height scares. No, no, thank you. Would not get too close. It's very, very okay, particular. Okay, so none of us are a fan of heights. We're. Where's like a good destination that we could go? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach, <laughs> like a, like a historical a place, like a like a good place to I don't know. What would to be our to experience our heights or to experience the lows? Uh, the the lows. Oh. I want to see we, something we could beautiful all... and exotic, but with no heights. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know. Because uh, the first thing that comes to mind for some reason is the Statue of Liberty. Um, oh, not, not not for us, but like people are just like oh. Because we went there in middle school and like, oh, you get to climb up to the head. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that. I've done that. And they still made us go to the top of the pedestal. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I've done it to the top of the head of the Statue of Liberty, too. Yeah. Yeah, you get right up to the top. It's like a tin can. So there's two 
alternate like steps going up or there's one when you get right up to the top because there's not enough room so people will go up and then there's one that goes down but it's like a little corkscrew teeny tiny were stairwell. you scared of that though being up there no i was a kid at that point so i was small like i felt like i fit in the stairs uh, yeah i think as you get larger you don't feel like you fit in the stairs and that's really where it comes then you have to go down going down is the worst than going up i think why because going up you don't have to look at the height going down you have to look right. where you're going uh, i got you like don't look down when you're on a cliff right hey man there's sure. a there's an escalator in at, at, at grand central that i don't like to look i have to put oh, shit, my yeah. eyes down when it when i go up from the seven because it's so steep oh okay oh, the, the ceiling so yeah. have you been to the um the uh hudson yards yeah yes. that one's really that one is and long and it, plus there's the ribs on it mm-hmm. so it's like it's like you're going through a weird tunnel and when i did it i'm like i i was i had to like i grabbed onto the railing and like i had to look down and like i can't look up because uh-huh. it, i got this weird vertigo thing yeah even though I'm, go, I'm going up the escalator not down it and i'm like this is like i my balance was all off and everything is fucked up nice station yeah yeah i feel like there's a lot of stressors in the city Hmm. escalators yeah but they're like they really play on your true fears that's why people can like years can go by and they're like well what you been doing like i was in the city you're so stressed and they're like why are you so stressed you don't have to drive i saw one time i was walking under the one time i was walking under the seven train over here and it has the arches, and this this lady I was with was like, "Go to that arch, and I'll go to this one. And you can whisper, and we can hear each other." And then I went to the arch, and I put my and I put my head Got to mugged. it, and uh, now it's just like, but it was full of like bum poo. <laughs> bum poo. Yeah. And What's bum poo? Bum poo is <laughs> poo from a bum. Human poo. Yeah. But from like like a homeless oh. person, bum. Human poo. And I and I Ooh. choked on the on the fumes. And then I was like, ah, this seems like it would have been a good experiment a hundred years ago, but I don't want to be in this corner with this poo. Oof. Did you ask you to switch corners with you? No, I just said, I was like, go, oh, I heard you. That was cool. Let's go. Let's keep moving. Who was this lady? <laughs> he might come back to his bathroom at any moment. Who was this lady? I don't know. Internet lady. Have you? Do, you can do that in Grand Central too. They have the whisper yeah, corner. that one is clean. That one is <laughs> clean. That one is a guaranteed clean location for transferring your secrets. <laughs> I have not tried that one. It's pretty neat. It's yeah, but the problem is with any tourist attraction, right? It doesn't matter where you go. And this is one of the things I saw in Peru, is like, it's you. They they make it think it's going to be some sort of magical individual experience, and there was maybe like an hour where we were able to climb a mountain that no one else was on, which was uh-huh. amazing. I mean, by the time we got up there, there was one tourist taking a picture, but by the time we climbed down, he was gone. So the mountain was ours. Um, you know, you in our very Western, off? Western person way, you know, we own the mountain. Is that when you took a piss on uh, Machu Picchu? I did not take a piss on Machu Picchu. <laughs> oh, I mean, of course you didn't. <laughs> Anyways, so... <laughs> the that's gross i don't know anyone who would do that anyways so that guy that the, hangs out under the seven train maybe yeah, yeah. he would totally do that 
Where was I? You you were taking a piss on Machu Picchu. There's no one else around. <laughs> You're all alone. The guy left the mountain. Something about. Now something. you oh yeah you were saying uh, uh being a tourist. Anyways. So, yeah, you're right. There's so many locations where they lead you to believe that it's going to be some sort of individual experience and magical experience when, in fact, it's crowded. Yeah. So over 2,000 people a day visit, like Machu Picchu, in the same way that you think you're going to go to that whispering corner uh-huh. in Grand Central, and they, you go to whisper, but all you're hearing is all these other people's whispers. Yeah. Because there's always four people in the corners, and there's not any, it's not really any privacy or anything particularly individualistic or romantic so you're saying we should get rid of some people no i just think wherever you go the tourism or the tourists are oftentimes more entertaining and horrible than i was an awful awful tourist in in chicago once for a minute i walked up to the bean you know the big mirrored bean Mm -hmm. and everybody can and everybody's taking pictures of themselves in the bean and i've never been there and i so i just walked up to it but I walked into this lady's picture. I just walked up beside this lady who was taking a picture of herself. And then she was like, I'm taking a picture. And I was just like, okay. And then I still looked at myself in the mirror. And she was like, and then she put her phone down. And I heard her just going, walking away going, the guy ruined my picture. And then I was just like, oh. oh. That was it. That was awful. I ruined her time so at the funny. bean. It's a bean. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you got a story about your... Um... Your trip to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, so well, we were supposed to go to uh, Chichen Itza, like Peru Light, mm-hmm. I guess. Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu Jr. Okay. Machu Picchu uh, Diet. Yeah. And, uh, but I had stayed up all night. I Well, we were like drinking heavily the whole time we were there because it's like free booze included and just crazy delicious food. This is you and Meredith, like, right? Yeah, me and my girlfriend, we were just go- gorging on all this food and booze for a couple of days and then we and then we were supposed to go to Chichen Itza and but then I I couldn't fall asleep and I stayed up all night and then and then it got to be really late and I, you know now I'm like almost the sun is coming up and I was like fuck what am I gonna do I haven't slept and I had been looking reading about going to Chichen Itza online and it's like a 13 hour day which we didn't realize when we bought the tickets to go to the thing you know we were just like oh you just get in the because you're like just be outside at 7 a.m and you get in the bus but then you read about it and it's like they basically trap tourists on this bus and they take them from gift shop to gift shop to gift shop to gift shop until you get there until it's like a it's like a it was like a four hour drive away or something but they take you to gift shops all day and you're just a trapped tourist mm-hmm. and you're kind of forced into like maybe it's the like, buy, a, buy like a cruise road. trip or something like yeah. a cruise thing where they just they trap you on the boat and then you get off and then you're trapped in wherever a little gift shop yeah yeah, yeah. so the sun comes up, my girlfriend's alarm goes off. She's like, she she rises and shines, and she's like, let's go to the pyramid. And I was like, I got something to tell you. I haven't been to sleep yet, and I don't want to go. And I made my girlfriend cry, but then I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, eh. and then then she came. She was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, because it was like a hot day and all that stuff. And she started to think about. Later, she started to think about it, what it would have been like to be trapped as tourists on this bus for 13 hours or whatever. So she was like, that's fine. So, but then we had one more trip planned, which was to go to the underwater museum, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that I had been looking at for years online, and not and I never even realized it was in this place we were taking our vacation. And then we were looking for these packages. 
I was like, I saw the pictures of it, and it's a it, what is it? it's like sculptures that this artist put at the bottom of the yes water, and it's like there's like a VW Beetle, and then there's like people like there's like a guy in a recliner watching a television set. Is this the one with uh, Jesus too? Or is that that's a different one? I right? don't know if there's a Jesus. Yeah, Maybe. he's got the yeah, it's he's got the what's going on to promote. Yeah, he's coral. got the what's going on. It's like hey, coral growth, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so coral grows on it, and, and animals live in it. But it's it's also creepy. The the photographs are beautiful. Underwater museum. So we buy a ticket. I, I won't tell the whole thing because it's so long. But we 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 go to the pier and no one knows who we are. There's no. They're just like yeah yeah. Go down to the next pier. And we go to the next pier and then there the guy's like, yeah not this one. Go to the next pier. There's no there's no address on this ticket we have. So finally, we just show up to a, one of the pier, like third pier, and the guy's like, he just shrugs, and he's like, yeah, okay, come on. And by the way he reacted, I was like, I don't think this is it, but <laughs> he had a poster, and it was like all the things listed. It was like underwater museum, and stop for lunch, and then like hold a shark. There's like a guy with a sickly shark. <laughs> so we go, oh, yeah, this looks like it. So we get on this boat, and again, I don't know. I didn't do any research. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know we were going to be gone all day long i didn't know it was like you leave at seven in the morning and you come back at sunset like it's a... so you, you escaped a, a land um trapping right to trip to trapped be on, on the, boat. the water right so we get on the boat we ride the boat for a couple of hours and the water is beautiful though it's 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 the bluest i've never seen i never saw blue water in my life and now here we are and it's turquoise it's amazing but the water was super choppy that day and on the way out the guy was like we're gonna do um we're gonna do. A st- we, he's like, we might not do snorkeling. It's been closed all week because of the chop. He was like, um, but I think they've opened it today. They being, I don't know, the government. I don't know. They open up the the water for snorkeling when there's no chop. So, but it was still choppy. So we <laughs> were on this thing for hours. We get out there, and he goes, uh, "I'm trying. I can't even remember the story now. I, I, we were drinking the whole time, but uh, I can't remember if we 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 did the snorkeling first or second, but." Anyways, it comes time to snorkel. He comes around the boat, and he's like, put on some flippers, put on a mask and a snorkel, and a life vest. So oh, my gosh. Have the, you ever seen open water? No. Oh, my God. I've I can imagine. Seen it, but I, oh. I was in it. I'm not a big fan of heights or being, like, in the middle Oof. of water. <laughs> okay. So we had to put on a belt, like a floaty belt. Yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking, like, how are you going to look at the bottom of the ocean with this floaty belt on? Good thing I had it, because... I wouldn't be talking in this microphone right now if I didn't have that floaty belt. So we jump in the we everybody just jumps off the side of this big ass boat, but the boat's going up and down, up and the waves are going up and down, or the, not waves, but uh, just the Swells. the water surface. Yeah, it's swelling, it's rising and falling, and rising and falling. I jump in, my girlfriend jumps in with me, one second in the water, one second of chop, and she goes, "I'm not doing this, pull me out." So the guy's like, he he pulls her out. I'm like, well, I bailed on the Chichen Itza. I've got a little bit of guilt. So I was like, and we came all this way. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to snorkel. And, but I, what I was thinking was we were at the place. I was thinking we were there. We jumped in the water. I'm going to look down and see this fucking museum, the underwater museum. Mm-hmm. No, it was like a mile away. So, and we had to swim to it. So we start swimming in this chop and it's going up and down and up and down. And I, I would look down. At the, and I could see the ocean bottom for a second, and I could see animals, and I could see coral, and you can see uh, like seaweed, plants, you can see plants, and the plants are like standing up and laying down flat. 
like they're blowing in the wind, but they're they're in this swell. They're going up and down too. And and it would I would look down and it would like I would swim some and like look down and then I would go down a little peak of water and then it would pull me way backwards. So it's just I'm fighting. And yeah. in four minutes, I'm gassed. I'm winded. I'm like, fuck, I can't get anywhere and this is really hard. And and I think like uh, I think a lot of tourists fall into that shit. And this is when I I was still working out, but not not I guess I hadn't been doing cardio. But but I was in I was in better shape than a lot of the people on the boat. And and I was struggling and I was like How many other people were in the water with you? Twenty. Okay. So you're in a group. Yeah, we're in a group. Well and there's a dude who swam ahead. He didn't have a floaty. But he had a he had a ring. He was floating on a ring. Oh, it was, it was he was the, like the lifeguard okay. in the tour, the tour guide. So he and he's way ahead of us. And all he says is, "Come on, come on." And I'm like, and then so we're swimming. We're swimming for a long time. It felt like an eternity to me. It was probably 15 minutes. And we're and now we've gotten way far from the boat. But and and I don't know where the fucking museum well, why is. Didn't the I don't boat know where we're going. You, though. But I keep going. Where are we going? Because you can't use the yeah, you the, can't get the boat close to the museum. You can't okay, go to the boat to the museum. It's gonna just so, like mess up the environment. Yeah, so the guy doesn't. He, you know, I don't know what his English was like. I have zero Spanish. We're not communicating. I keep going. Where are where are we? Where are we going? How much longer? And all he says is, "Come on, come on!" And then just like a fish, just wiggles away, and he's already like, he's like a hundred feet ahead of me. He just wiggles, and he's gone like a like a merman and i i go uh and i'm just still the chop and the chop and the chop and now I, somehow i have gotten way behind i have gotten separated from all of the group the group has like but the group was kind of like family members and and groups of people who were together so i think they were all like actually physically t holding on to each other and kind of moving forward that way and i was alone because my girlfriend got out so i was by myself so i was so they, they were ahead of you they were ahead of me okay. the boat is way far away now it's this it's like a little it's like a couple inches in my sight and and i now i'm separated from everything and i'm like having trouble keeping up and i even so at some point so we're, we're swimming and we're swimming and then uh i got so i am now a, a, away from all things it's like a giant triangle in the water if you the three of yeah. three items and uh uh like a giant catamaran comes by like a fin boat yeah and i and it ran over me i mean you know, did they not say a catamaran like yeah a catamaran sailboat? a catamaran sailboat with the two yes okay but, like from uh water world <laughs> <laughs> yes well it was water world and it ran over me and then uh uh i was just under this boat so then i was like well i can't i was like and it seemed to be going in the direction of the group so i grabbed onto a to a steel <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if i believe this story no, it's true <laughs> i grabbed onto a uh it had like ties. It had like steel yeah, ties like, from uh, the from the sides of the boats up to the to the base, like, like supports. Little, yeah, like what? Supports. Supports. Yeah. So I grab onto one and then I let the thing carry me for a while. So I'm just getting dragged, and then but then I'm like, wow, I'm going kind of fast now, <laughs> and I don't know. So I then I was like, I better let go. So I let go and I and I pop out from under this boat. Oh, and then also when it passes all the way, all of a sudden I was like, fuck, I don't know where I don't know. If there's like propeller things happening, mm -hmm. all of a sudden I was like, "What if I get destroyed?" Because I did what this. What side of the boat were you on? Were you under it? Were yeah, you... I was under it. Okay, so all right. He was between the two fins. I was I was between the two fins, holding mm -hmm. onto a, a cable that went like 
a triangle okay. shape. Yeah. So, okay. So I let it drag me for a while, and I was like, because I was like, well, this will get me closer to the group. But then I kind of, after a few minutes, I was like, well, actually, I don't know where I am. And also, now if I let go, what's going to happen? Do I get chopped in half? So I just ha- but I had to do it because I can't keep riding on the. Yeah. No, now nobody knows where I'm at. Nobody can see me. So I let go, and I luckily I didn't get cut. I just pop out of the back. But now I'm like I'm in a really weird position. I'm really far from all the things. I'm far from the group. I'm far from the boat. So but then I was like, everything. I can still see everything. I could see other little heads bobbing in the boat. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going. I got. I'm like, I have no energy left. I'm just gonna make a break for the boat. And they better. And they gotta pull me in the way they did with Meredith when she jumped off. Yeah. So then I start swimming, and I swim halfway from where i am to the boat i swim halfway point and they can see me and i'm meredith's like waving at me but she's still far away <laughs> and they're waving and i'm like like trying to do hand signals of like i'm coming let me in the boat and then i see the captain going no no man he's like go back go back go no he's like yelling no and he's like going go back and waving me and then i'm like i'm like fuck it that makes me paddle even harder i'm like no i'm not going back so I paddle even harder and then he just goes up and he hits the throttle and then they move away from me. They leave me. So now I'm all by myself. And I'm still, by the way, the uh, still going up and down in the chop, just like mm-hmm. shoom, just dropping and raising way up and then dropping. And then once in a while I'm like, well, let me look at some of this, uh, <laughs> look at these fish and I look at the fish and then they were just, just go away. They just go away. And, uh, I'm exhausted, and there's a so at some point I just go, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, and Me- there's no one around. I'm in Mexico. No, nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows me. There's no. I don't think there's a hospital. Well, was Meredith trying to get them hospital to Ocean. go? So it's so, yeah. So later she told me she was like, there he is, he's trying to come. But then you know the captain's like, I don't know, he just left. I don't know. Actually, I should ask her. <laughs> what, 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 I think they just kept her? giving her drinks. Oh. And she was like, ah, here we are. Ah, so, let him die. So I'll then have uh, another boat. So I'm by myself and I'm just floating and I'm just like li- looking up into the blue sky that matches the blue water that I'm in. It's all, it's just a giant sphere. Of, it's heaven. It's, you made it to heaven. It's so beautiful. Or purgatory. It's beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. it's just turquoise. The whole thing, the whole vision, the field of vision is turquoise. And then, uh, so I just floating on my back, and I'm like, well, uh, this is it. And I was trying to make peace with that, actually. I was like, well, let me just go ahead and die, because what, oh, okay, whatever. I hope it doesn't hurt. But then another boat came. that wasn't my boat, and they're like, get on, get on. And so, like, uh, they threw me a, they threw me a ball, with a floaty ball yeah. on a rope, but it's connected to the thing. So then I go, okay, and I'm like, here it is. And I missed the ball. I missed it. And then it's going really fast. So now I have to swim as hard as I can to try to catch this ball that I kept just gra- grazing with my middle finger like it was just out of my reach. And I was like, no! Was it moving away, though? Yeah, yeah, it was going no, away no, from like, me. Like the boat was Yeah, it? the boat was. It went by me. And they're like, get in. But they didn't they stop. They didn't stop. They just threw a ball at you. So then I'm like, ah, ah, I'm paddling, paddling, paddling. And I get the ball. And then that's it. And then they're just towing me. And then at some point, I think a guy starts pulling me in with his hands. And I get up to the, I get up to the, to the ladder and I climb on, and I'm like, uh. and then and they're all they're like, you okay, buddy? And they're laughing. Everybody's laughing. And I was like, yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> I almost died. You're probably like the fifth person they pulled out that yeah. day. Yeah, in thirty they're minutes. The, yeah, so, they're like the lifeguard of this area. So and they... I go, there's my boat over there. 
So eventually they take me to the boat. And, and in my head, I imagined me stepping off of the boat and getting and just walking on to the other boat. That's not <laughs> how it works. They're like, you got to jump back in. And actually, and I was so exhausted with what I just went through. By the way, this was um, 45 minutes. So I had been in the water in the chop fighting the ship for 45 minutes. Uh, I'm exhausted. So uh, they go, you got to get back in. And I literally was thinking like, well, the, my, the trip's over. I'll just ride this one back and figure out how to get back to the hotel from here. Because <laughs> I'm not getting back in the water. But I had to. They're like, get off. And then the, uh, my boat's yelling at me. And then the, and the boat, by the way, has now... The whole group that was going to the museum, they decided it's too choppy to go to the fucking museum. So they're now they're all on the boat. So I have an audience of both boats, and they're like, "Get jump out, and we'll catch you. You know, we'll get you." So I had to jump out, and then I had to bob. It was awful, and I had to bob up and down again, and then try to catch another fucking ring. It was it was a nightmare. <laughs> Anyways, I got on the boat. This was this was the first stage. So I got on the boat. Now I'm remembering because we still didn't go to the island yet. Isle de Muertas, the island of the women. So we we went to that, and I think I, I think I cried a little bit. I think I was a little <laughs> a little, a little shaken, a little cry. And then we bought like uh, some fifty dollar tequila that we felt kind of forced into buying. And then uh, then I then I we had like a uh, an hour or a ninety minutes to eat lunch. Which was uh, it was a lunch buffet, but it was like uh, it was like chopped up hot dogs in this in this yeah. like sort of ketchup soup. Uh, but I was I was hungry because I would had been kicking yeah uh, some calories for forty five heavy cardio for for almost an hour. So I just like slurped up the hot dog soup and then uh, and then I passed out on a on a beach chair for ninety minutes. <laughs> and then we still had to we still had to get in the boat and go back, and that was like almost three hour and almost three hour choppy. But after that, I just guzzled beers until I was blackout drunk. But then, oh wait, so then we got to we got we get to the dock, and I go, "This day is over." I survived it, and in front of everyone, I uh, I'm up on top of the you know how the sail the sailboats have like different levels, yeah, and we're kind of like up on the top, and you had to like step off of like a one foot divot and then step down again, and then you're on the deck of the boat. I I slipped. Uh, I took my one step to get down so that I could then step off of the boat mm-hmm. onto the dock and uh, both feet in the air like a cartoon. And I smacked my head right on the right on the deck of the boat. And then uh, and then a guy said, too much tequila, senor. And everybody laughed. And I was like, ha, ha, what a, what a day. Was that the, <laughs> the guy who uh, got you with that? Was that the captain? Uh, yeah, we're the first mate. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, a good story, uh, though. So... After that, I was like, I never want to do a package. De- I never want to do a package again. If we went back to this place, I'm hanging out at the resort, I'm, I'm swimming in the blue water and eating the steak and the in the beer. No packages. Did you at least get to cuddle a shark? Oh, the shark. So the shark was at the Isle de Muertas, and it was on. You had to get. It was on a long pier. De la is it de la Muertas, or Maybe. mujeres, de las. Because de las muertas is like of the dead. Nice. Muertas is dead. Wait, What's what island one? did I go to? <laughs> <laughs> and mujeres is women. Go, 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 go. Yeah, it was a long pier that they parked the boat at, and then you, or dock, I don't know, and then you, and then you had to walk to the island. But in the middle of that was 
it looked like telephone poles. It was like jetties that made a square in the water. And there was a dude in that square with the sick shark that he was holding. And you got down in there and took a picture for like five bucks with it. And then we all, and everybody on the boat was like, that shark is like fucking dead. <laughs> Cause he's just holding it. It's all yeah. limp and it was weirdly colored. Uh, that's and, weird. uh, so no, no shark, no shark posing. No shark, <laughs> no shark cuddling. And I was like, that doesn't look like the shark on the, on the poster. <laughs> what was it? The poster was like a great white or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just, it looked like it was alive. <laughs> uh, good story. Jeez Louise. That's tough. I've never been with one of those full package deals. Yeah. I don't trust them either. Oh, so what I was, yeah, but that wasn't even the package. We, it was the package we bought, but it wasn't, definitely wasn't the company. It was just a guy who was like, yeah, all right, get on this one. So I don't know. <laughs> it probably would have been the same experience. I think they're all do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they probably just collect the ticket or whatever and they get paid for whoever decides to appear, yeah. but they knew I, my guess is they have to assume the own, their own responsibility for those things. And so that's why no one was running the tour because they didn't want to assume responsibility for the choppy water. Well, I think they're, you know, it's like they get shut down and they can't. Yeah. When it was oh, yeah. Choppy. Weren't you talking about that? Right. It, for, so we went like on, we did this on a Thursday and like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it had been closed because it was too choppy. Thursday was still too fucking choppy, but I think it was like less choppy. So they're like, eh. Yeah. You don't want to be on the water when boat, when it's bad. Yeah. I, I, let's see, after one of my cousin's weddings or yeah, one cousin got married on Block Island. My parents and I took. Um, my parents' boat from Connecticut to Block Island. It's about, I don't know, like three, two hours, three hours. And they, the boat doesn't move too fast. It's only like 24 feet, maybe maybe longer, 40. It's only 24 40, feet to 45. the island? No, 45 feet. You can load feet. it on and you're the like, boat, oh, this is quick You can just jump. <laughs> right? I could have just swam. It's forty. It's a 40-something foot boat. Maybe uh -huh. it's 20. I forget. I don't know. It's just not a full yacht. It's just a boat. Whatever. Can I just say this real fast? Without interrupting, right. although I am. I, I experienced that at the Governor's Island Ferry. It, like you got, I never rode it, and they right. got on it, and you and they wait, and it was like a 45-minute long or 30-minute long wait, and they fill up the damn ferry. And I was really like, this is going to be a trip. And then uh, as soon as it starts, I looked ahead, and I was like, oh, there's the – it's yeah. it's right in front of you. Yeah, it's oh, right the New York, the New York <laughs> ferries two, are nothing. It's two minutes across, if that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yep. that, was a lot, that was a big buildup for uh, – okay. Yeah, that's some ferries aren't great. The ones here are like so short. You're like, oh, okay, I never even, yeah. No, should not... just build a footbridge across that fucking thing. They should. Do wait, do they have one from the a bridge or something from uh, Brooklyn somewhere? From Brooklyn Red Bridge. Hook? Brooklyn Bridge. No, no. They got a documentary about it. It's nice. <laughs> Ken Burns. Oh, okay, then maybe that's. What... Sorry. Tell you, tell your story, Shannon. The Brooklyn Bridge by Ken Burns. Um, yeah, they. Uh, Anyway, so uh, we took that we took that boat, and there was a small craft warning going back, uh -huh. but I really needed to get back to the city. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. It was the worst mistake of my life. Did you lose your cookies there? Oh, I totally lost my cookies on that <laughs> trip, but that was more from the hangover. That was more from the hangover, and maybe from the, from the water, too. Oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> lost my cookies on that trip. But, you know, like, the one way you have – to like calm yourself is to like tell yourself that your parents would never put you in a situation where you would die. Like, I don't so know. So lie to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lied to myself a lot because you'd look up and the chop, as uh -huh. you call it, you could see the waves like rolling. Yeah. And like, 
you'd have to tack, which is the idea that you go back and forth, so you never hit the wave straight on. Right, right. Because yeah. if you hit the wave straight on, that's when you're, yeah, it's like you you're crash. sunk. Yeah, you're sunk because the water envelops over you and you're all, oh. But like when they say when they say small craft craft warning or like too choppy, I I've never I used to be like Don't oh come it. on <laughs> oh we can handle it and after that I became a little a little sissy I couldn't yeah. I couldn't how, do um, it. How long of a trip is it? <clears throat> on the high speed ferry, it's maybe two hours, and then on on the boat, it was like it, it ended up being six or oh, something wow. like that. It was so long because you can't straight as the bird flies is different than having to go back and forth yeah. because of the wave height. Oof, it was so scary. So scary. <laughs> so scary. So, I, grew, I grew up on, it's crazy to me because like, well, you know, I was like growing up as a kid with my dad and, me, and my dad had like a, just a little tiny work boat. You know, we, mm -hmm. we had a couple of those. We had little metal ones and then he had like a bigger one, maybe, uh, I don't know, it was nine feet sound like maybe a boat, nine foot, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Right. Ten, yeah. But like a wooden one. But mm -hmm. we would take, he would just me and him with an outboard motor and we would take it to the bay, but he would go way out into the bay. Like we'd be at the Norfolk bridge tunnel and then we would just, we'd be on it for like an hour or longer, just just cranking that. <laughs> and, and I'm with my dad and I'm a kid and it was like super fun to me. But now the idea of like, even that being at, in, 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 uh, where was I? Puerto Rico? No, I was in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Uh, even be in Mexico and you could see the bottom. I could see the bottom of the ocean, but it was just like, it felt like death. Like there's nothing to save yeah. you. <laughs> you're all it's alone. A, it's like the same thing with heights. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're up high, but then, you know, like, like you when you're water, it's like, I don't feel it's the same thing with heights. It makes you, feel like, small. you don't know what's below you. You can't, you don't know how yeah. deep it is. It's, I don't know. I feel, I only feel that way about heights because I know I can't, I can't fly. With water, I'm not as afraid with water. Yeah. I'm also, I also am a certified, or I used to be a certified lifeguard. So it's different, yeah. right? If yeah. you know how to swim, you're not as afraid. But like, yeah, the vast, the vastness yeah. of everything becomes like really scary when you can't see land. Yep. Yeah. When you can't see land, when you can't. So I've decided as an adult, I never want to go like on a cruise. I don't, I'm, plus, plus also the uh, norovirus and diarrhea. Oh, yeah. But other, but I don't want to go. I just don't want to be. It's terrible. I, I was stuck on a thing. I was, I did one, a couple years ago. For, no, more than that, uh, with my sister for like three days, and it was like the same thing. Where it's like you're on a boat and they trap you there, and then you get off the boat and it's like the only things you can do is like you pay like a whole bunch of money for an excursion, which is the same kind of like thing with the the snorkeling or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, you pay a bunch of money to go snorkeling or sailboating or whatever um or you just go to all these little gift shops you don't get to experience any uh, culture or anything it's just it's all just america in a different place yeah oh, what, what, then, what i found out yeah. about the the chichen itza for if next time because i would love, like to see it what i found out was you charter your own car you can charter a driver for like a hundred bucks versus like the package and he'll just drive you to the fucking thing and you can get out and look at it instead of being trapped on a tour bus yeah. going from a little, cause they want you to buy something at every gift shop. You know, they need money. Yeah. Uh, so maybe next time try to find someone who will just take you to it. Not kill. I don't know. Maybe that you get killed. I don't know. No, in general, people want to work. I mean, right. and anywhere you go, people are willing to do it if you're willing to pay for it. And how long is the drive? Four hours? Maybe three. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Like, 
Like when when we did, it's not six or seven on the tour bus. Right for Peru, we drove through the sacred sacred valley. So you have to go from Cusco to Oliotambo, which is a two hour drive, uh-huh. and it's you know it's in the mountains, and I mean you you can pay like you can pay like twenty souls, which is like a third of the American dollar for like a full time bus that'll take you there. Uh-huh. So you do, so the souls divided by three is. They cost, they cost souls to go. Yeah, I know. Oh. Isn't that? Peru's crazy. You have souls. <laughs> Through the valley of what? The sacred Giga valley. Sacred ghost. 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 Yeah, so you could pay money, but it's so it's it's so inexpensive, right? Like, it's cheaper than your taxi from New York, you know, from Grand Central to Bushwick or something like that. I'm like, what? Like, how is it you have, like, a personal driver <laughs> for, like, yeah. two hours? Who delivers? I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. I would never. So but, you guys had a personal driver, or was it a bus? Or no, I we took the we we got a personal driver, okay. which was really awesome. And then but yeah, it only cost twenty souls. Twenty oh. souls. No, it was more expensive than twenty oh. souls. Oof. Oof. How many? It was thirty souls. It was like uh, one hundred twenty souls. One hundred and chill. Twenty. One hundred twenty souls. No. So what, like thirty bucks or something? Like that? No, okay. no, 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 no. It's not. I have 100 children. Oh, 120. I thought it was like 60, people. maybe. It was 60 American, something like that. 180. I don't know. Okay. It, was, it wasn't. We ended up realizing we overpaid when we heard how much other people were willing, other people charge. But, you know, if you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And it's right. always better to. And you like, had a good experience. So, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. The guy stopped like all sorts of different places, took pictures with us, gave us like a full on informative tour of the whole thing didn't make his puke when he he was driving on the roads like didn't you know those murdered. are worth those are worth that's worth the money yeah. you know uh, not oh. having a crazy and they drive stick shift there there's no yeah. automatic cars so like they can be bad mm-hmm. if the transmission is not good on those cars like oh you're in for it yeah i also i also puke because of bad driving before yeah. okay okay <laughs> so where's the the best place and the worst place you've puked i don't know what you mean by best like okay does everyone have one of i don't these? know I, um, I, do you have one of these do you do that when uh, you travel nah uh i just have like panic attacks okay great so okay, that's you, your ailment you you're gonna tell attacks. us that ailment and then how about you um you have to have an ailment you can't be the only one can't always win adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> um i want to say diarrhea but I okay great i don't think i have <laughs> You go, you go. Let me think about this. Okay. Um. Okay, so these are sort of best and worst are sort of, um, uh, I don't know, like they, they Take it however you want. Like, right. oh, I puked into the Grand Canyon. It was the best because it was a great view. I didn't puke into the Grand Canyon, but I was really scared when I got off that flight, that one. Um, I did not puke into the Grand Canyon. I puked okay. near it. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think. The, I think the worst place I ever lost my cookies was at, um, so in Cape Verde, I did this like school program in Africa. It's like this little island off the coast of Africa. And they used to partner back in the day, like during World War II, they partnered with the Portuguese government because they were, they were owned by the Portuguese government for a very long time. Um, and they, and the Portuguese government was working with the Germans, and so they developed. Yeah, my This is so, it's so dark. And they developed one of the first 
concentration camps and the only concentration camp located south of the equator. Wow. And they put political prisoners in there, sailors and political prisoners in there. And um, so we got out of the bus after doing the whole trip on the major island named Praia, and I lost my cookies in front of the only <laughs> concentration camp located south of of the nice. So as that this, was the best. As, as this little <laughs> child ran towards me and said, "I just got, I just escaped. Help me!" And then you were like, well, no, like, "Yeah, this, this, you know, like you know, I, it's like a child just like trying to like, oh, you have money for us or food?" And I'm like, you you said, know? I, need, "I need your soul for this other trip. <laughs> I need my soul." And then I think like the wor- like the best place slash word, you know what I mean? Like these are all sort of how you view mm-hmm. your world. Um, because I was so disgusted with the concentration camp. That's my excuse. That says it the best. And then I guess like the worst place probably had to be the Hard Rock Cafe in Madrid. <laughs> the fact I was even in a Hard Rock Cafe in another part of that wasn't America is just really embarrassing. What kind of artifacts did they have at this one in Spain? Did they have? I, you know, I wasn't there for the artifacts. I'm not gonna lie they to you. Still have, like, I was a there. Cobain I was guitar, there because it was the only bar that was open, man. I was thinking more. It was like the only it. bar that was open. Oh, what's Kiss? a Spanish thing? Oh, it's a uh, Spanish artifact. Uh, 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 the, the guy with the, oh. Hemingway, <laughs> <laughs> running with the bulls, Santana. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> They had a, a beanie hat from Santana that <laughs> Shannon threw up underneath of it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Santana. <laughs> right in the woman's restroom. I've just ruined a bunch of stuff with, I've just ruined a bunch of people's like days and stuff with. Okay. With Best and worst. Uh, I've definitely like gone, taken a trip to like go to a concert with some friends and I'm like, I can't go in. And then like, they just turned around with me and I'm like, okay. And then we all just left and I've ruined everybody's concert. <laughs> Did anything bad happen at the concert? Who was it for? Like, are you psychic? No. He what was the know? concert? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember one was Archers of Loaf. I don't know who that is. I've seen him nine times since. <laughs> that one you just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, okay, and then and then uh, uh, well, also the plane ride from Mexico. I think we were watching uh, that you could watch a movie, and for some reason I picked um, I picked uh. 13 hours with uh john krasinski <laughs> about about the about benghazi and then uh i was i was like 30 minutes into it and then there's like there's like a shootout and there's it's hot and it's tense and they're in the sun and they're 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 all sweaty and all of a sudden i was just like whoa what am i doing i'm on a plane watching them <laughs> um a hot sweaty murder movie and then i, I freaked out and then i had to just turn it off and like can like try to like leave my mind and not be present. I know you're supposed to be present, but I, I always have to run away from it and be like, it's not happening. And I probably like ate some crackers. <laughs> Ooh. They hey, provide that on their airfare? No, Is just, that included in airfare? I just take it with me. What did you, what'd you say? Ate what? Uh, crackers. Oh, no, no crackers. I just picture no, you just uh, jumping into some oyster crackers. <laughs> they don't no, serve gluten. oyster cow- crackers on airplanes. I've got, got gluten Paul on. has in his bag. Oh, you doing the gluten-free thing? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Mm. I, okay. I, I, I haven't. I don't. We've I don't really our get hearts. sick or anything on trips. The only thing I can think of is, uh, and plus I haven't really been to many exotic places. 
But my parents always used to rent a cottage at the Cape, Cape Cod, and um, uh, for you, like, I'd always get sick there. And there's one time when I don't know if this is a... like like ill, like you'd get a cold or you just the, like, it didn't agree with you. Oh wow! Uh, but there's one time I'm like I fucking feel sick and like it was like first time where I'm like I know I'm gonna puke, but like I'm just like I have to just wait for it to puke, and then like I'm like. I just stood up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go puke. I walked outside and just puked on the ground. I'm like, okay, now I'm better. And now now there's certain times when, like, I'll, like, wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, I have to. It's, like, the same feeling. Like, I just got to wait for the puke to come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I, like, that's how I felt in this most recent time when I was traveling. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just during the Peace Go Sour tutorial. They're like, just wait, just wait a little bit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So wait, did you go <laughs> I... out and puke and then come back and have a drink? Yep. Yeah. Like it's because once it's gone, it's just like it's you're gone and you're done. Okay, good. Now I feel better. Yeah. It sucks when it's the middle of night though, and you're like, I just want to fucking sleep. I just want to sleep, but it's like, no, I gotta sit up next to the toilet. I've never experienced that. No. No. Except for one time, I had legitimate food poisoning, and I woke up vomiting into the air. (laughs) <laughs> and then I puked for eight hours right in there oh, I threw up for eight hours and I was Ooh. like uh, I'm gonna die this is it I couldn't even move I couldn't mm-hmm. move I couldn't call anybody my phone was in here I, mm-hmm. I literally stayed in there for eight hours wrapped around the toilet oh my god and uh, uh, I got it from right here this little Thai restaurant oh yeah you told me about that yeah yeah and they I got a it was delicious at the moment I was eating it but it's like this uh, it's their it's their most popular dish it's like a it's a Thai street food, which is like this ground chicken on rice and then an egg on top. And the egg yolk was raw. Mm-hmm. It was just, mm. it wasn't even cooked at all. And I ate it up. I was like, that's good. And then, uh, yeah, then I woke yeah, you up. Just felt wrong with it, right? yeah. yeah, I just felt strange. The proteins are, yeah, the proteins are what get you. If I, if there's anything I've learned from food poisoning, it's proteins. Those are, those are always the worst. They're going to kill you. When I was in Washington Heights, I got... I think it was some type of food poisoning or something, uh, or a virus or something. And this actually was after a um, Triple Crown show, too, because I remember I had some something at Triple Crown, and then, like, afterwards, I'm like, yep, there it is. <laughs> but, um, because I could... Was it your own water up. that you took what? down into the basement? <laughs> Did you take your own water into the basement? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to eat down there, though, or outside food. You're not supposed to eat outside water. Outside you were cursed. You were cursed yeah. by the triple frown. But yeah, I, I, the luck that, of the Irish, as they say. <laughs> I go home and then like wake up at like one in the morning, and like I was up till I think like twelve or one the next day, just like constantly back and forth, like puking and shitting and puking, and just like like everything was out of me, the bile and everything. And I was within walking distance of the hospital, so I'm like, I'm just gonna walk to the hospital and. Yeah, that, and then they just—I sat in the the waiting room for a while, and then they finally brought me in. They just gave—they hooked me up to like saline, right. like okay, and I just took a nap in there for three hours while I got filled up, and it was fine. I couldn't even move, so I just was like dealt with it. And eventually, what I did was I—I I finally made it out here. I got my phone, and I googled like, "What do you do?" And, and they were like, "In the Google, a big thing was like, if you take a Unisom, the sleeping pill, it's got the same ingredient as a non." Is that what they give you to stop vomiting? So somehow I and I took bags with me so I could throw up if I had to throw up on the street or in the in the I would have thrown up on the street, but yeah. in the in the uh, drugstore. Yeah. So I got the Unison. I came back. I could barely get it down. I'm like gagging through, like trying to swallow it and take some water. 
I get it down and finally after about an hour I calm down and it's working so I stopped throwing up but then I was sick for I felt wrecked for four days I called out of work so sick and then when, when I went back to work I was telling somebody the story and they're like you idiot if you just go to the hospital they, they give you a shot in the butt and, and a bag of saline and you feel fine <laughs> you feel fine in an hour and I was like oh yep. I felt like I was going to die for four yeah. days mine yep. was so bad where it was just like from all the puking like my diaphragm was all fucked up so it's like I'm like okay I just want I just need to fucking sleep because I got like two hours of sleep and like I couldn't lay down or like breathe because every time breathe breathed breathed inhaled I could feel like like it felt like I was gonna vomit again Ugh. it was yeah it was that bad mine 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 happened when I know this is the third story about losing your cookies but I I I like traveled. I ate some octopus, I guess, one the night before, and then I had to get on a plane the next day. I woke up that morning, I showered, and then, bleh, and I went to go get on the flight, <laughs> and I fainted. Maybe you're allergic into the flight. Yeah. Maybe you're allergic to cookies. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Maybe you should put a tracking device on them, huh? Uh, huh? No so you don't lose them. Hey, we gotta go. We gotta. That's that's enough. That's enough of the sides <laughs> podcast. Wait, wait. Thank I got. I, oh wait. I have a good uh, tagline. So as I'm fainting, the, e the emergency services come up to me, and they're like, what is it? Did you drink too much last night, senora? Sorry, I was trying I said, to no. I was like, no. I'm allergic to cookies. <laughs> uh, Shannon and Chris, thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. See you thanks next, for having see us. See you in a year. Bye. Yay. Bicycle. <laughs>